diligence add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance and to temperance patience and to patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity for if these things be in you and abound they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ hallelujah it starts with diligence it starts with diligence amen diligence is being careful before you start making decisions in life before we are we are in a, a place right now we talked about how we respond to things that are happening in our life and we have to have diligence and we have to be careful how we respond that's one of the first things P peter said we got to have some character we have to be careful how we send out our message because as much as you don't think people are watching you they are watching you they're watching you. And I thank God for them watching you because it gives account to who you are and your relationship with God. Sister Karen was with us this week and she brought some information to me and she said, I'm so happy that you shared what you shared with me because it caused me to do some things in my life. Some financial things and some some jobly things, some things for my future. And she just started showing me how she's how God started blessing her. She said, before we had that conversation years ago, I didn't have this type of this this type of forefront. I didn't have this type of information. I felt good. And I couldn't take take it personally because I, I have to give God the, the glory, the credit for allowing me to bless somebody else. Have you had that type of experience in your life where you were able to bless somebody and they were able to come back and share with you how you blessed them. You don't even think about it sometimes. The blessings that go forth. We just do them. Sometimes we do them out of haste and sometimes we do them out of anger. Sometimes we do them out of just, I just want to respond so they'll leave me alone. But the scripture says we got to do it out of diligence and out of diligence to virtue. Virtue, our behavior, is showing high morals and standards. Virtue. How many of us can stand by our virtue and say, every time I open my mouth, I, I, I use virtue. Behavior showing high standards and morals. It's not what they say to you in your face. It's what they say when you're walking away is what my dad used to say. That's what the word is. I love my father because I've not had one negative person come to me and says, I know this about your daddy. I haven't heard not in my face, not behind my back. That's virtue. That's having high standards. Having morals. Not just being, every time you see me, I'm doing good. But even when you don't see me, I got to have virtue. I got to be honest. Do we live like that? Amen. Do we live like that? I have to acknowledge it to myself. I, I, do we live like that? Sometimes we don't. While we are in this state right now, it is even surprising now when people are, are really speaking to you because you've seen so much turmoil through the news and all around the world. I was walking away from the store 
and a lady walking toward me. She says, God bless you. That was so refreshing. <laughs> awesome. Refreshing. Early in the morning, which is my time of morning, and she said, God bless me. Have you done that to anybody? Has anybody done that to you? That's virtue. That's making sure you are rendering high standards. Giving diligence. Adding to your faith virtue. We talk about faith all the time. The faith is the substance of things. Hope for being the evidence of things not seen. But if your faith has no virtue, then it has no substance. If you're just singing the song, if you're just saying the words, then your faith has no liquidity. Y'all financial people, y'all know that word. Amen. Amen. Your faith has no liquidity, no liquid value. Let me break it down to you. <laughs> no liquid value. I got a bank account, but it's on zero. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Is your faith on zero? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. My faith needs to have liquidity. It needs to have value. It needs to have virtue. And then it says, your faith, your virtue, your, your virtue, and your virtue needs knowledge. Mm -mm. That's where you lose a whole bunch of people. The people that got a whole shelf full of books and haven't opened up one of them. They got a computer in every room and it hadn't been unlocked in over four years. Knowledge. Why knowledge? Because knowledge is understanding. Yes, 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 Pastor. Knowledge is understanding. The scripture says, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Needed not to be ashamed. Show yourself approved so you don't be ashamed. So you're not ashamed. Why? Because we are among everybody. We are people from around the world living next door to us. We have people that experience things in life that we have never experienced. So you have to have some type of knowledge to how to show virtue to that person. You could be literally disrespectful to that person because you haven't shown virtue. You have no understanding. I remember years ago when they went to, they, really, they wore their, their scars around the head and everybody making all kind of noise, even the employer saying, you can't wear this at my job. If that's their culture, culture. you're ignorant without knowledge, ignorant meaning lack of knowledge, I ain't talking about you, because you don't understand that. Stop pointing the finger, stop not having knowledge about how to render your virtue. Lord, teach me. If we ought to be witnesses for Christ, then we have to understand how to talk to people. And when you talk to people, you're not going to talk to the same person with the same conversation every time. Yes, yes, yes. You're going to have a different conversation. Some of it may be about the weather. Some of it may be about football. It doesn't matter. But what you're doing is you're inviting them to Christ. And if you don't invite them with the right standards and the right virtue, then you won't get them. 
How can you get somebody's attention? How, take, make it personal. How can somebody get your attention if they don't respect you? If the first thing they say to you is, ooh, your breath stink. <laughs> you didn't have to say it like that. You could have backed up and still put your, you didn't have to say, oh, your breath stinks, I don't want to talk to you. You could have just backed up. Off our peppermint. And off on peppermint. <laughs> or keep your mask on and ask them to put theirs on. Amen. Yes. Because you still got to get the message across. Even with bad breath. Help Jesus. Help. You got to. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to be real. We are dealing with a real world. With real people. Real likes, real dislikes. And this scripture is showing us. I subject this message like God. Because everything that I do in my life, I want it to be like God. It's not a million dollar message, I'm sorry. It's an informational message. I want to be like God. Do you want to be like God? I want to be like Jesus. And to knowledge, temperance. Temperance. Temperance, the, the, the definition says abstinence. Then it says abstinence from alcohol. Now, I'm not putting that on the table. That's that's I don't we don't we don't do that. But what I'm saying when you say abstinence, what alcohol does and things do to you, they alter your response. He don't know what he's talking about. I can drink alcohol all day long. Then why don't you drink it and drive it? You can't. Okay? So your temperance is a position that you have to be in that has no substance or anything that would change your virtue. I can't drink a gallon of beer and then want to witness to somebody. I'm not saying that you can't drink. Jesus turned water into wine, so I'm thinking drinking may not be that bad. However, when you're trying to witness for Christ, I'm going to have to ask you to Keep the alcohol on the side because it's going to affect your, your virtue, yes. your ability to witness, your ability to be knowledgeable, Amen. to know how to witness, to know how to, to seek, how to talk to folks, how to respond, and how to respect. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Man. And to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance. Patience. We might have to take that word out of there because ain't nobody got no patience no more. Lord, Lord. We ain't got no patience. We ain't got no patience at Help the us, red Lord. light. We at the, the light is red and somebody's still behind you honking their horn. Patience. Go to a fast food restaurant and hurry up with my food. They trying to move. Hallelujah. But you want it now. Slow food. We want it now. I need it right now. <laughs> Same with our miracles. We want our miracles. Lord, hurry up. <clears throat> hurry up, Lord. You better learn some virtue. You better learn some respect. Because asking God to hurry up. Make you wait longer. 
He'll make you wait longer. He'll test your patience. Praise God. He'll test you. Oh, you, oh, you, you hurrying me? God said, you, you, you hurrying me? The giver of life, you going to push me? Check yourself. You push everybody beyond their normal when you're asking them to hurry up. We have to find patience. And that's one of the hardest things we can actually accomplish. Even in conversation, think about yourself in conversation. When you ask a person a question, you want to answer when? Right now. When you go to the ATM <laughs> and you put your code in, when you want your money? Right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That man is on his knees and getting ready to ask his fiance to marry him. When do you, when, when, when do you want to answer? Right now. Hallelujah. We need patience. So she turned around and say, honey, I just want to think about it. That's going to hurt his feelings. going to hurt his heart. He's gonna, I thought I did. I thought I paid for all the dinners, and I thought I, I thought I bought you good gifts, and I, I thought I did everything I was supposed to do. When you want it right, wait. When you want it right. And I'm going to take that. I, I can take, you to take that personal. When I met my wife, I was all anxious, all anxious. I told her the first time I met her that I loved her. I lost all my cool points. And she looked at me like I was straight crazy. And I probably was. But I believe it was an answer to God. That was 24 years ago. We still married, yes. I had to learn patience. I had some things that I had to correct in my life so I can be presentable to her and that took patience it wasn't an overnight thing but I was diligent did we forget that word did we forget diligent I was diligent I decided this is what I want I asked God I prayed I said Lord I want to fall in love with my wife instantly God didn't say nothing but I started getting so I was fasting at the time. I was going through a fast. And he didn't say nothing. And I said, Lord, I want. We men, we know what we, we we know what time it is. We men. Young. Young. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the rest of that, okay? And young. <laughs> And God didn't say nothing. He says, you know, when he said, don't say anything, you know what that means? Wait. Patient. Got near the end of the fast, and we were like a week away from the end. And my God sister brought my wife to meet me. She Not necessarily to meet me. God said to meet your son. Yes, thank you, Lord. And I saw her. God spoke. That's her. I just went cross-sided crazy. I was fasting. Couldn't eat no meat, but we went out to Hooters to eat some wings, and I had to look at them eat. <laughs> and watch them eat, and after we got finished eat, looking at them eating, <laughs> I said to her, I was getting ready to leave, I said, I love you. And all my 
cool point scale. They call they call me and ask for my playoffs card back. <laughs> you said you love me. I said, I love you. I want to meet you. I want to meet you. So she didn't meet me the next day. I was so excited. She waited two days and we met down to the landing. And then at that point I told her, I said, You're gonna be my wife and you're gonna be the mother of my child. She says, I can't have no children, so I know that ain't God. I said, it's God. That's 24 years ago. And yes, we have a child together, yes. So God, we have to be patient. We have to be patient. And we have to be diligent. Yes. And godliness, brethren, brotherly kindness. So all of that leads to how you relate to people. I already said that all that leads to how you relate to people and how they accept your relativity, how they accept your relationship. Because if they don't receive you, then you can't get the message across. I worked in the industry and sales industry, and when you have a customer that you can't relate to, they'll say, pass it to someone else. Don't lose a sale because they won't relate to you. Pass it to somebody else that maybe will have a different outlook, a yes, different response. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's good. Don't, don't lose the sale. Don't lose the soul. Don't lose the soul because you don't know how to talk. Don't lose a soul because you have no patience. Don't lose a soul because you have no virtue. Don't lose the soul because you don't know how many lives that one soul will be connected to. Don't lose the soul. That's good. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Brotherly glory. kindness and brotherly kindness, charity. That's a big word because you know what brother, you know what that word charity means? That means gifting and sharing. It could be financial. It could be love. Charity means sharing. So if you have shown brotherly love to that person, then that person receives your brotherly love, accepts the gift that you are offering them, accepts salvation from God. And then what happens is they become charitable. They want to do the same thing. They want to share. They want to have, they, they want to make sure they do the same thing. You remember when you first got saved? You was excited. You had charity. You wanted to share it with everybody. You wanted everybody to be saved. You ain't have a conversation with nobody. You need Jesus. But the longer we stay with Jesus, the more comfortable we get with having salvation, but don't care if anybody else has it. Yes. Glory. Hallelujah. I need everyone yes, God. to have salvation. I need everyone to have eternal life. So I'm going to read this scripture, this scripture again because I want to be blessed in giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue and to your virtue knowledge and to your knowledge temperance and to your temperance patience and to your patience godliness and to your godliness brotherly kindness and to your brotherly kindness charity. Yes. I need charity. Glory. Hallelujah. We think Amen. about the way Jesus dealt with the disciples. He dealt with them that way. You had P. 
people from everywhere that followed Jesus. But he dealt with them with kindness and, and, and charity and, and goodness and, and patience and diligence because he knew, and if you read throughout the New Testament, he's reminding them at every chance he gets of his purpose on earth. I know y'all trying to become good friends with me, y'all, but I'm going to be sacrificed. I'm, I'm going to die. So I need you all to get this information. And after I'm gone, I need you to have some charity and share it with everybody. That's why Peter was writing this. And that's why I'm sharing this. Because Jesus shared with the disciples to share with us. And the reminder of that was the Holy Ghost, our keeper. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory. Yes. We can't excuse the Holy Spirit because after you have salvation and you've made changes in your life, you need the Holy Ghost to bring that comfort and that peace to your life, that charity in your life. In the name of Jesus. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Lord, I bless Hallelujah. you today, God. In the bless name of Jesus. Name, I bless you today, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. Because my desire, Lord, is to be like you. Yes, Lord. My desire, Lord, is to walk like you. My desire is to sound like you. Yes. I want them to hear you through my voice. In the name of Jesus. I want them to see you through me. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, let this message touch the world that they will share it and be charitable to people and share this gospel with everyone Lord I thank you Jesus and I bless your name I thank you Lord for your virtue I thank you for your kindness Lord I thank you for your brotherly love in the name of Jesus and Lord I thank you for your word